You're listening to What the Folklore, making sense of senseless tales. You can support us on Patreon and join our Discord server at patreon.com slash wtfolklore. Okay, so Gordy, what did you want to say about Kingdom Hearts? So it's it's coming out on PC. Sure is. Um, in the next, I don't know, couple of months, I think. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe sooner than that. And I, I don't know that we have fully talked about or that people have, have sort of fully recognized what that means, which is that you can mod Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. Um, probably pretty heavily. Probably. You could put good old Norman Reedus in there. You can put probably a lot of people in there. You could and make... perhaps Conan from Death Stranding. Um, Conan? Conan O'Brien. Oh, yes. Okay. Oh, yeah, I forgot that he was in Death Stranding. <laughs> what a strange game. Truly. My strange favorite. and prescient. It was, it was a beautiful game. And my favorite thing was watching uh, when you were living here, <laughs> you and Eric playing it at the same time. That was the benefit a... of the dual screen setup and both yeah. of us playing the same game at the same yeah. time. But it's not just together. To really see... No, no. Single player games, but to truly see the the uh, breadth between play styles. <laughs> so, so like on one screen, I see Eric very carefully maximizing his package placement, finishing up roads, being really careful. And on the other screen, I see Tyler with a stack as tall as he could make it on the back of his character, just doing wheelies across not roads. Dressed like a Ninja Turtle. Dressed like a Ninja Turtle and falling into pits. Doing wheelies into roving package stealing camps <laughs> so yeah i got i got a very full experience of that game having not played it uh what were your thoughts on modern kingdom hearts gordy i'm curious what, what what do you see as the potential i mean I, I i think at the bare minimum you can add anybody you ever wanted um to that to that game sure it's wide open now because um, there's probably lots of Final Fantasy people that aren't in it. Mm-hmm. I don't know for sure. I'm sure there's some Disney people who aren't in it. Um, and you can just go ahead and load them in. You could put Digimon in it now if you want. Now that, see, we, we're starting to get down to it, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> what if you put some Don Bluth characters in there? Just to sure. like, really I th- stick it to Disney. <laughs> I think you could make, I mean, I think you could make a really good Pokemon game. <laughs> probably out of kingdom hearts if you just mod out can you un can you mod things out of games <laughs> i've never really done any heavy modding yeah. but if can you, you could sort of can mod you un- out mickey <laughs> i mean make him a pokemon that's fine they're all pokemon now mickey is the pikachu king yeah. pikachu he's i mean you are like a guy being followed around by several other smaller guys right which is what pokemon is about yeah I think of a JRPG questing party consisting of Sora from Kingdom Hearts, 
uh, Sonic the Hedgehog and Norman Reedus yes, is probably the perfect video game. <laughs> there, there you go. See, Smash Smash Brothers won't go there. No, um, the cowards. Let you just add people in. I, I, but I do think, yeah, anybody you ever wanted to fight or be able to equip Thundaga to or whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> I want to see Norman Reedus piss Thundaga. I do. <laughs> I do. I there's so many possibilities and and I I'm interested to see what the community is going to do with this power. Well, after that cold open, we're what the folklore making sense of senseless tales. I am your storyteller Carmen. Crime Weaver Tyler. And I'm the other one, Auxiliary Baptism. <laughs> is Auxiliary your first name? Yes. So it's like those old timey names where uh where it's like after different uh oh, what's the word virtues that thing i don't have virtues <laughs> uh that, that thing we're devoid of that's yeah, yeah. all the information on the card i'm afraid just it says name auxiliary baptism can i call you ox like a big strong man yes is it spelt that way or is it spelled um, like the word auxiliary it's spelled a-u-x you can call me ox like the cable <laughs> that makes that makes music go in the car sure i will call you that i just want to be i just want to be clear that it's not the animal and Correct. not because of strength it is because of uh, a quality in my blood that lets me transmit audio <laughs> and that's my pitch for marvel's superhero <laughs> department.com mm-hmm. database get that disney plus show going yeah, you made uh, WandaVision. For auxiliary baptism. <clears throat> WandaVision is a big hit, I hear. Uh-huh. Um, I, I haven't watched it, but I hear people really like it. So what's next? Why not this? I'll give my quick review, spoiler free. Uh, I was really enjoying it until I got to the last episode when the like dawning horror fell over me that, oh, these are all just going to end this way. <laughs> what all is going to end this way all of these disney plus shows they're doing for marvel they're all Uh, just going to end the same way that the movies do which is what was in credit sequence not even that just just noise Mm. wait what do you mean (laughs) just just like visual and audio overload over stimulus Okay. Oh, that's how all superhero movies... That's not limited to Marvel. That's how all superhero movies end. Right. Kind of well, like all, all horror movies end in a chase scene. Right. They have certainly perfected their formula, though. Mm. And it was kind of nice to break free from it for a little while when the show was new, but it then just kind of slowly devolved back into the Marvel thing. They just can't uh-huh. help themselves. Yeah. All right. Well, we also can't help ourselves from sliding back into... Um, our formula and also folklore formula the thing that we're trapped by Um, so i'm going to read to you a very formulaic tale today shackled to it even yeah indeed Uh, we're going to italy i think it's been a bit since we've been there Mm -hmm. Uh, and we're going to be reading the story of king bean king King bean king bean i want to be king bean Do you, given the what the folklore definition of bean? Um, hmm, sure, why not? That sounds like a good change of pace. 
This story was uh, suggested to us by Kerfuffle on Discord, so thank you, Kerfuffle. Thank you. Uh, and this was this is part of the Thomas Frederick Crane collection of Italian fairy tales, and I did a little bit of research, you know, just to kind of mix things up and occasionally pretend like we take this show seriously. Um, so Thomas Frederick Crane is a fellow who lived from 1844 to 1927. He was an American folklorist, uh, and... Fun fact, he is referenced in Cornell University's fight song. Interesting. Uh, he's called out as T-Fee Crane, which was a nickname he had apparently earned from students there. T-Fee? T-Fee Crane. T-Fee. Like, spell that? Like, T-Fee? Uh, T as in T-E, like t-shirt, and then Fee as in that with an F in front of it. T-Fee. So, yep. Because his, his initials are T and F. Interesting. Crane. I don't. I I feel like if you're the kind of uh, folklorist and literature slash history professor that you get a nickname at students that then gets incorporated into your university's fucking fight song, then you're probably a pretty cool teacher. That's something to aspire to. Yeah, this is Rad Professor Thomas Crane. <laughs> <laughs> this is his story. Uh, sunglasses, skateboard, bag of beans. <laughs> Speaking of additions to the Marvel canon, let's go ahead and throw that one in. Anyway, King Bean. Once there was an old man with three daughters, and the youngest daughter called her father to her room one day and said, Hey, can you go to King Bean and tell him I want to marry him? Uh, quick? Yeah, just cold open. And her dad's like, wait what i've never talked to king bean in my life and i or you yeah i don't know what you want me to do about this and she says don't even worry about it i just wish for you to obey me and go so this is one hell of a younger daughter uh so he does go because apparently she's got him wrapped around her fingers and he does have to ask directions along the way um just grumbling down the road yeah <laughs> fucking king bean where where even is this guy uh and the, and the palace where he lived was pointed out to him so i assume he's not like terribly far from them if they can just like point at the palace so probably this guy could have spitting distance from king bean <laughs> practically neighbors uh it's so easy I guess, yeah. So he gets an audience with the king, and he says, Hey, uh, my daughter wants to marry you. And the king's like, Marry me? She doesn't even know me. Also, I'm sitting next to my beloved wife right now. Who are That's you? That's incredibly rude. And the father says, Well, she's killing herself with weeping. So the king gives him <sighs> a handkerchief and says, Here, take this to her. This'll do. Can, yeah, she can dry her tears with it and sends him on his way. Does it have like a headshot of King Bean on it? Sure, Winking. yeah, like a like a special special handkerchief. Yeah, uh, is, does that make commemorative? It more, does that make it more insulting, or is that a nice gesture? I don't, it's, it's considering kind of that, he owes them nothing. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, this I, is that like beautiful Southern flavored uh, backhanded mm. kindness. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just it's got that. Um, southern grandma vibe all over it and i do southern kind of fried it. backhanded niceness yeah i'll, I'll bless your heart <laughs> very, here's a yeah, handkerchief very very bless your heart energy yeah 
Um, so the father brings the handkerchief and the rejection home to the daughter, and she says, well, uh, give it like three or four days, because I guess that she doesn't want to seem too desperate. And then you go back again and tell him that I'll kill myself or hang myself if he doesn't marry me. It's always a very healthy way to go about any relationship. Question. Yes. Does she pay taxes? Um. To the kingdom. I don't. I don't know what the tax system looks <laughs> like here, but she does appear to be a dependent still living with a parent, so probably not. If she doesn't, he's probably not going to care. <laughs> Callous as that may be, he is a king of beans. Right. Yeah. Is his name Bean? Is this kingdom Bean? What? what yeah, is that's, the, a, that's a good what question. What is the relevance he, of Bean here? Is his jurisdiction only Bean Fields? He's not king of beans, so I think his name might be Bean. Isn't that the name of the princess from that uh, that the, show made by the Family Guy people? What? The, no, the Simpsons. The Simpsons people. They're practices. Dis- disenchantment. Yeah, oh. that one. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so apparently it's a good, like, noble royal name. It's a good, name. strong royal name. <laughs> Bean. <laughs> yeah, she's... She's pulled the the threat that everyone loves. So the old man goes back to the king and she's, and asks him to please, please do the favor of marrying my daughter so she doesn't make a spectacle of herself. <laughs> That's what he's worried about, not yeah. losing her. Like, oh my god, this is just going to, the, the social embarrassment. Just, just being embarrassed be, is yeah. enough. It's just going to be beyond the pale. So the king's like, look, dude. Look around you. Do you see how many handsome portraits and beautiful girls I have here available to me at any any old time? None of them suits me, so I don't know what you expect me to do with this this random girl I don't know. I'm currently having sex while I'm talking to you. <laughs> I don't care about her. He is King Bean, so he could be having bean times all the time. <laughs> uh, so the old man says, well, she has He's to not even a king or named Bean. That's just his nickname, because he's so yeah. good at fuck. <laughs> it's just all that anyone knows he's doing all the time, and that's why the guy needed directions to his house. <laughs> Where's this King Bean asshole? It's just like it's the, the quarterback fucking of the local gigolo. Team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a yeah. I like that. I think I think that maybe makes the rest of the story make a little more sense too. <laughs> Not even royal. Yeah, just. Just the king of fuck. Just well known for fucking. town. Uh, so the old man says, well, she has threatened to kill herself or hang herself if you don't marry her. So the king gives him a knife and a rope for her to use if she wants. Okay. Damn. That's, that seems so now we're getting, less like a nice gesture. Yeah, we're getting past the bless your heart level and into the, like, you've really fucked with southern grandma's um, hog farm and she is going to take you down. He just yes. had it at the ready. I mean, he maybe is into some kinky stuff. He is the king bee. <laughs> he he maybe does the whole spectrum. Anything. Here, anything. take these. I'm done with them. Maybe every, wash them first. I don't care. Every fetish. He has every fetish. He invented new ones. <laughs> he is rule 66 or whatever the rule number is for the internet. <laughs> He's that embodied. The patron saint of fuck. <laughs> Uh, so he go. Uh, the old man takes the message 
back to the daughter. It does not mention that he takes the knife and rope back, so he maybe does just chuck those in a lake on the way. I don't know. It's like, well, I should probably not encourage this. Uh, and she says, okay, fine, we'll just go back there and then don't leave until he consents. So she wasn't really committed to that whole hang herself situation. She's just willing to go to all levels of histrionics to get her way. <laughs> so her dad goes back and he just begs. And the king, I guess, is worn down and goes, fine. Um, mostly because I feel bad for how much walking you've had to do in this whole process. But here You are my... old. Yeah. Here are my stipulations. Your daughter has to prepare a vessel of milk and water, a vessel of milk, and a vessel of rose water. Ew. And uh, here's a bean. He gives him a bean. Says if she wants to speak to me, she can go to the balcony and open the bean, and I will come. Open the bean? Oh open no. Bean. What could that mean? Open the bean. Sure, it's another fetish thing. Yeah. Open the bean. <laughs> Just crack that bean right open. Uh, so after getting the message, the girl prepares the vessels in her room as directed, and then she opens the bean on the balcony, and she sees something flying toward her. It, <laughs> it never specifies what the something is. Cool. Um, but it flies into her room, and it bathes itself in the three vessels, and then out comes the handsomest, ham, handsomest youth ever seen. Mm-hmm. Which I presume is King Bean. It is a weird way to like frame this information like the order in which we are getting information in this story is very confusing but i assume this is king bean i assume also he was a bird yeah what could he have possibly looked like but it is not saying that so i like the image of like this miniature king bean just flapping his hands like a bird but is still king shaped but bird sized and bathing himself in these did we did we just bear witness to his true form and we can't even perceive it in a Lovecraftian manner? Yeah, like... Just some fuck monster. The, he, it, is, it is the pure spirit some of flying fuck. flying fuck monster. <laughs> the pure spirit of fuck that flew to her and bathed until he became a handsome boy. Anyway, out comes from all the milk water and the milk and the rose water comes the handsomest, ha- handsomest youth ever seen and he makes love to her. <laughs> and when they're tired of making love, he bids her good night and flies away. The spirit of fuck back into the night. That's a small price to pay, I suppose. Yeah, I guess so. So after a time, her sisters noticed that she was always shut in her room. <laughs> and the oldest asked why why this is, and the middleist said, Oh, it's because she has King Bean in there and they're just fucking like all the time. <laughs> like all the time they're fucking. So I don't know if she just like if she takes a, a bit of a break, smokes a cigarette, maybe drinks some Gatorade and then she goes back out and cracks the bean open and this is Get just Get a how loaf she's... of bread at least. Yeah. She's like get some get some protein in her, make some eggs, and then crack that bean right back. <laughs> get that fuck spirit back in her room how do you crack the bean more than once uh i guess Can, it's... do you close the bean when you're done is I it like a so. lighter yeah <laughs> um, it's a zippo like, bean maybe it's like a green bean where like or um not a green bean i don't know the beans that are in the pods and you just open the pod a little bit peas yeah sure are peas beans i guess legumes are peas beans tell us google <laughs> the important Basically. information although called a pea a black-eyed peas are actually a bean mm. 
Both peas and beans are legumes. So it's all the same damn thing. Everything's a fucking bean. Whatever. <laughs> We're beans when you break it all down. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Someday shall return to bean. <laughs> From bean we came and to bean we will return. I hope so. <laughs> I think that's uh, a nice thing to aspire to. Good, good for the earth. I want to be reincarnated as a cat's toe. <laughs> Just a single toe. Just one From bean. A, on a one, socked cat, one I'm sure. Bean. Uh, so the sisters decide to wait till Fuck's sister goes to church to see what's going on in the room. Uh, and mm-hmm. then they, they go and they find the three vessels and then they decide to just fill them with broken glass so that when the king comes to bathe in them, he gets cut up. For funsies, I guess. They don't have any, like, they they never state a motivation. I don't. They're not, like, mad at him. No, like, what are they upset about? They didn't try to fuck a king. There's no jealousy, presumably, unless yeah. it's just not being informed to us. I think this is just a family of sociopaths. Thus far, that seems to be the case. Because I like, I'm not super impressed with fuck daughter either. <laughs> when you're threatening to hang yourself, unless somebody who doesn't even know you marries you, like, it's time to get a psychiatrist involved, probably. Anyway, the youngest returned from church. She goes to her room. She's like, "Oh man, I could use some fuck." <laughs> um, so All that just, church. Well, according to the story, she decided she wanted to uh, talk with her. Mm-hmm. Uh, husband bean which means fuck with the fuck spirit because i have not seen a wedding (laughs) Uh, just singing into the bean so she just opens the bean and he goes to the bathing ritual and all three vessels all three of which are covered in glass so uh like it's not going well for him (laughs) ah ah let me try the next one oh no it's the same uh so he's he's now filled with broken glass and he flies away she goes out. To I don't the, even want to fuck now. She goes out to the balcony and sees the trail of blood, um, and then she goes to the, look at the vessels filled with blood. And she's like, "Oh no, I'm betrayed." Did she but, not witness him cutting himself a bunch? I guess maybe she was slipping into something a little more comfortable during that time, <laughs> or otherwise occupied. I don't know. Maybe she was like readying the handcuffs, or just like looking through the list of kinks that they hadn't done yet <laughs> just trying to figure out like <laughs> going what's, down the checklist what's today's flavor <laughs> what's the chef special hey intern intern yeah you go lay down she has input that's not good input you've not thought this through you're also a spade so you have no input on, <laughs> on bean activities it's outside your purview. Now she's indignant. Yeah, she's always indignant. She is kind of a princess. That's true. Yeah, so she's all, oh no, I am betrayed. So uh, she wastes time going to tell her dad that it's, that her sisters are assholes and she's going to go see if she can save her husband and leaves. She's not asking him permission. Just telling. Yeah. Which is like, still good. At least yeah, he knows. I guess, yeah. And she doesn't ask him to do anything about her sisters being assholes. I guess maybe, like, this is just a family dynamic, so... <laughs> yeah, sometimes your lover gets cut up by glass. That's that's the risk you take in this family. Having siblings. Yep, it's tough. Yeah. That's how it goes when you have more than one kid. <laughs> sometimes they fill other people with glass. It's the dice you roll. So, not far away, she found herself in a forest... 
which is phrasing that I always enjoy in these stories, where it's just like, surprise, I'm in a forest, as though forests are not a thing that you can kind of anticipate coming up upon. Uh, she sees a, a house with a little bit of a door. I don't know what that means either. Is it just part of a door? Is it a really slender door? Uh, so she knocks. The person within asks if she is a Christian. She says yes, so the door opens. And Clearly, I've been to church. Yes, I, I went to church before. The story I... established this already. Yeah, before I talked to the fuck bean. Uh, so the door opens, and it's a holy hermit who lives here. So she says, hey, I am looking for King Bean. And he says, well, never heard of him. <laughs> so uh, go climb that tree. The witches will soon come. You know the ones. Uh, and you can learn something from them if you want anything. Oh, after. so it's a good thing. This is not a portent. Um, it, I, maybe a little both. <laughs> I don't know. He just knows that witches come hang out here. Yeah, well, it sounded like a warning. Like, go hide yourself before the witches arrive. But if he's telling her to go to where they will arrive so that she can learn tricks. A little bit of both. <laughs> and if you want anything after, come to me and I'll give it to you. Uh, so she climbs up the indicated tree, and then she hears the words, Here we are! Here we are! And all the rich w- witches ran and seated themselves on the ground. Uh, I guess like circle time, or or like a weird wood book club that they're having. <laughs> so just a bunch of witch ladies run up and sit sit on the ground. Cool. Yeah. It's not, it's not the worst. No. Although they do keep saying, Well, the cripple is not here. Oh, that's less good. Because they're they're real good friends. They're these witches. Ableist. Yeah. And then she comes and they're like, You cursed cripple. Because oh, again no. asshole. Uh where have you been? And uh the the new newcomer witch says, Hush your asses, I'll tell you, but first let me shake this tree to make sure there's no one in it. So she she checks the forest for bugs to make sure that they're not being spied on by the FBI. <laughs> Prudent. Uh, Always so got to check. Right. Uh, so she takes, shakes the tree real hard and the girl holds on to the branch and manages not to fall down. Um, and the witch is like, all right, cool. No government spies here. So guess <laughs> we what? We can do witch stuff. Yeah, secret witch stuff. Which is literally just gossiping. <laughs> <laughs> so it is just a book club. <laughs> For witches. It's it's witch it's witch stuff in the same way that book clubs discuss books. You're here for the snacks and the gossip. So, <laughs> hey, guess what? King Bean only has two hours left to live, she reports. And then they're like, what? What happened? So she tells... Pass the trail mix. <laughs> so she tells them the story. Who brought Oreos? So decadent. Uh, so they ask, well, can he be cured? And she says, yes, but it is very difficult. Here's what must happen, specifically. All of it. One Are these of us, witches or birds? Witches. But everything might be a bird in this story. <laughs> we already have this king who flies and bathes in vessels of milk. So, who the fuck knows? Uh, one of us witches must be killed and her blood put in a kettle and mixed with the blood of one of the doves flying around here. So there's a definite bird. Bird confirmed. The mixed blood must be heated and the king anointed with it. Also under the stone... I don't know which stone is a flask Over of there. water. Yeah, just the the one, the stone, the, the flask one. stone, dear. You know the one. Yeah, the only the bean stone. <laughs> we all witches meet at the flask stone for gossip and cookies. 
The stone must be removed, the water poured over the king, and then the glass will come out, and in five minutes he'll be safe and sound. Hey, did you hear about old King Bean? I heard he's dying. Yeah, is there any way to save him? Yeah, one of us has to die. <laughs> oh, sorry I asked. <laughs> Pass the Milano cookies, please. Uh, so the witches ate and drank until they were intoxicated. So they did, in fact, have some good snacks and some margaritas. <laughs> Uh, and they fell asleep and the young girl gets down the tree and she goes to ask the hermit for a kettle and a knife and a bottle <laughs> I'm gonna cook a witch so he and does... you're gonna help me old man <laughs> <laughs> he does this and he also catches a dove for her kills it and bleeds it into the kettle for her like oh, doesn't wow. even ask so I don't he, he fucking knows something I yeah <laughs> yeah hang on That's... thought this would help <laughs> or or maybe this is just what he does for people. That he just, he just bleeds bleeds doves out for them. Surely like, he would have a reputation <laughs> of of doing that. Like if someone was regularly bleeding doves in my neighborhood, I think I would know. Like oh, that's the dove bleeding guy. That sounds like a pretty good tourist trap, though. Come see the dove bleeder. Come see the mummy dove maker. Um. So the the girl goes to the witches, and she's not sure which one to kill. Nor does she have any momentary moral, moral dilemma or, like, hesitation about killing them. Eeny, meeny, miny, dead. <laughs> so she decides to do the one that, that brought the the news, like, gave all the reports. So she just, she, I guess, does it. She puts her blood yeah, in the Yeah, she knows too much. She's yeah. the one that's got to go. Yeah. Um, and, and I guess she kills efficiently and silently because she doesn't have to deal with any of the other witches. Which I would normally say would be a Church of the Knife situation, but this is not so much a miracle as it is just the youngest sociopath in a family of sociopaths cutting mm -hmm. people up. She doesn't have the good Church of the Knife energy, because I refuse to admit a saint of the Church of the Knife who demands that she marry someone she's never met and threatens to hang herself if she doesn't get her way. Yeah, it doesn't exactly sound like any of us are Team Bean right now. That no. yeah, that is that is uh, not the attitude we are looking for. No, you are a false prophet, Bean Lady. So she gets the witch blood. She lifts the stone. She finds the flask of water. She fills the bottle with the flask. Why you don't just take the fucking flask? I don't know, but whatever. Add add extra steps, I guess. Um. So then she goes to report her successful murder to the hermit, who is also just chill with this, because, again, he bleeds doves for fun. Cool. And he gives her a physician's dress. Where did he get it? Is he a murder hermit, too? Why does he just have phys physician's clothing hanging around? Just a part of his go bag. Uh, so she puts it on and wears it to the palace of King Bean. Uh, this story delivers its information in a poor order. So I will go ahead and, like, pull in the information here, where it should have been in the first place. She is disguised as a male physician, not just as a woman wearing physician's clothing. Okay. Uh, it does not tell you this until after all the trickery is done, and then you're like, oh, okay, well, that explains why any of that happened. So, just to clarify things for you in a way that the story was not kind enough to do. 
So she wears the physician's robes to the palace of King Bean, and she gets past the guards with a mixture of a promise to cure him and just, like, sheer confidence and bluster. Uh, And then she meets the king's mother, and the king's mother says if she can cure her son, she will let her mount the throne and give her her own crown. Mm. Uh, This is where I think him just being, like, the fuck king of this small town makes a lot more sense than him being someone with it, like authority power sure. because if if he's the king but his mom can can give the girl the throne and a crown <laughs> the girl who is a pretend a pretend rando physician that they are like well we'll let you like I don't know rule the kingdom for a week or whatever they're offering here we're not busy yeah <laughs> whatever um yeah so the girl goes to heat the kettle on the fire in the kitchen then she goes to the king's room where he is foundering with only minutes to live she anoints him with the blood and she pours the water on him and in five minutes he was fine so the king says oh hey physician here have my crown and i wish to put it on your head so this is just how this family (laughs) expresses gratitude for things it's just like giving people their hats (laughs) Uh-huh. <laughs> thank you <clears throat> thank you here's my hat headlines is a real problem in this particular household don't worry yeah. about it it doesn't even mean anything i just want you to have the hat and so she asks him how he came about such slight trouble as this near death he says well i went to go fuck my wife but the milk and water vessels had glass in them you know how it goes <laughs> 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 you, know, you know the procedures. Um, and she said, well, hey, did you think maybe someone other than your wife could have maybe put glass in those vessels? And he goes, impossible. No one else entered her room. So uh, she says, well, okay, well, what would you do if you had her in your, your hands right now? And he said, I would kill her with a knife. <laughs> I would kill her dead. And uh, she says, yeah, that sounds fair. So the physician tried to go home, but the king's mom said, No, 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 I want you to stay and wear my crown. Please, have my hats. <laughs> you did a nice thing. Let us put hats on you. And the physician said, Look, I only want one thing. I want the king to write on one of my palms his name and surname, and on my other palm, my name and surname. Presumably a fake one that she gives him. So the king does this, and the physician says, Cool, I'm going to go make some visits. And leaves. Instead of making physician visits, she just goes home. She puts out three unglassed vessels full of milk and milk water and rose water. And then she opens the bean. Again. Yes. Somehow. So the king... Back to the bean. ...feels his heart opened. So that's, I guess, his signal. And also raises a lot of extra questions about this whole process. So he feels his heart open, and he grabs a knife, and he flies to her balcony. So this also raises a lot of questions. Is Are you a bird, or are you indeed just, like, a miniature fuck spirit? Or are you just, <laughs> are you just like, the full-ass king flying through and splashing around in, like, <laughs> bowls of, of milk? What is happening? Figure out what you're saying and, and clarify for us, please, story writers. Um... So she sees the knife coming at her and holds out both her hands and he sees the names written on them and he throws the knife aside. He bathes himself in the the vessels, which might 
be what's required to take him from pure spirit of fuck vengeance into human. <laughs> and then he embraces her, saying, if you're the one who did me harm, you're also the one who cured me, so it's all right. Which, again, is not an okay sentiment. Don't do that. Uh, and she well, said, all, well, all is forgiven, Carmen. It's beautiful. Wipe it all clean. No <laughs> yeah. sense here. You can stab someone if you apologize and bandage them up for it later. Yeah. No harm, no foul. Yeah. Uh, and she says, look, it was my asshole sisters who did this. And then presumably explain that this is just their family dynamic because it appears to be just their family dynamic. We're a bit pranky <laughs> over here. Yeah, sometimes people die. It's fine. <laughs> but we went through like four tutors. So he says, well, if that's true, then come to my parents' house and we'll get married there. Which again reinforces that he's not actually a king of anything he's just the <laughs> local town king of fuck if it's come to come to my dad's place also we'll get married there so they have not been married in spite of calling each other husband and wife they are just fuck husband and fuck wife <laughs> uh, so she does this she so shows his parents her palms with the names on them this presumably means anything to them. <laughs> it means anything to anyone. <laughs> they embrace her. They give her a wedding. She and the king loved each other as long as they lived. And that's the end of the story. She gets a cool new hat. She gets the, and it's her own hat, so now she can give hats to people who do her favors. Because <laughs> that's what that's what the King Bean family thing is all about it's just giving each other hats and her some families. families do knife pranks some families <laughs> give away hats yeah and it's a, it's beautiful, a beautiful world beautiful story about how like every family has its own love language a lovely <laughs> tradition because there's no consequence to the sisters who just like for shiggles filled some vessels with glass to murder a king a fuck <laughs> a fuck king they weren't even jealous like it didn't even have a moment where they were like <laughs> mad about it or upset that she was getting fucked all day. There's like, well, let's go see what's going on in there. Oh, cool. Well, let's put glass in this. All right, bye. <laughs> like, what is what is the motive? What are you doing? And then Boredom. there are no consequences. Because <laughs> we've seen this story over and over again, and it's usually very clear that the. Like, either the, the other sibling or whatever was also trying to get with Fuckboy, or they were just generally jealous, or they hated her for reasons. Like, it was um, a very vindictive thing, and there's always been a comeuppance, sometimes involving barrels and nails. What is this story trying to tell us? It's an easy tweak to just make them jealous of the, of the bean. Yeah. Like, maybe... I, I like framing this story as like that the high school um, rom com sort of situation, mm-hmm. where like he is he is king of fuck in the in the hallways of uh, Bean Town High, and everyone calls him King Bean, King of Fuck, <laughs> and the sisters have maybe also had some experience with King of Fuck, and then this youngest one wants wants to be the special Bella Swan of, of Fuck King Bean. <laughs> and she pulls all kinds of histrionics to get her way there, and he's finally just kind of worn down by it. And then they do the, the vengeance, 
I guess in this high school rom-com, he can turn into a bat or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Like, we'll pull in that whole monster romance element. He can be a bat. He's a vampire. And she's the boring... A vampire bean? Yeah, he's a vampire bean, so good at fuck, and she's the boring reader insert character who he falls in love with. Yeah, give me some art of that. (laughs) I don't want to. I want to see a vampire bean. Maybe later. Remind me me in a few days. I need a break. I drew like 45 art pieces in a month and a half. My art brain is screaming at me. I've switched to writing for a little bit. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think him not being a king is a good fix in general. Do you two have questions or things that you want to mess around with in this story? Not really. Or things that you are particularly mad about that you would like to rant about? Not even that, really. I feel like we clocked this one uh, from the jump (laughs) this time. (laughs) They couldn't pull anything over on us. Just family of sociopaths, family of of lice-ridden hat givers. I feel bad for the witches, which is not something I often feel. Yeah, like they just wanted to have some some drinks and some, some like chips and dip. They picked exactly the wrong thing to uh, gossip about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I guess as a general rule, like next next book club meeting you're a part of, if if the gossip you have picked up involves your death to solve a problem, <laughs> just like sweep that one. Keep under that the one rug. to yourself. Yeah. Gossip, Save that one for therapy. Yeah, gossip's fun and all, but yeah, pick your audience. <laughs> yes, definitely. Well, uh, thank you, Kerfuffle, for. Uh, for introducing us to King Bean, the spirit of fuck, and the three sociopath sisters. Uh, thank you to T. Fee Crane, coolest, most radical professor of Cornell University. I have one last thought. Yeah? That is just starting to bubble up now, so forgive mm-hmm. me for interrupting your sign-off. But Yeah, no, go for it. Typically... When witches are included in a story, it is to scare young children, right? Yes. In in these types of stories. Sure, yeah. Which is an and, honorable like a caution, Yeah, a cautionary tale to get children to behave. Okay, or, or just sport. Was this a cautionary tale to get witches to behave? Like witches were getting a little bit too, uh, too big for their britches. Yeah, they're, they're witch britches. They're, they're witches britches. Um, so we had to, like, ring them in. It's like, look, it's all very sporting using you to terrify children. We do love that. Uh, but you're getting cocky. So just a reminder, we can have a random girl fall out of a tree and knife you to death. <laughs> if you spill your secrets too loudly at book club. Yeah. Also, share the cookies. Jeez. We've gotten a lot of complaints lately. So, yes, cautionary tale for witches. And for book clubs. <laughs> Get it together. Alright, so, yeah, thank you, Tiffy Crane, Radis Professor, for skateboarding your way through Italy to collect these these tales. <laughs> thank you. Um, thank you to all of you for, for listening um, and supporting us emotionally and for those of you who support us financially as well thank you very much for that thank um, you we appreciate all of your your input and insights and 
and chats and things. Uh, thank you to our top tier patrons. Pink Nectary. Oobaloo in honor of my father sending me a ficus for Valentine's Day. Lily. Becca once more rising from the swamp. Kelly will knock me over with a feather. It's Katarina. Tasmanian Tiger. Funky Little Strawberry. Lemur. Spaghetto drinking deep at the trial of gender fluids. Uh, Caitlin, Danielle, Wyatt, Space Pope of the Moon Ogre Cult, Olwyn, Queen of Terrible Taste, Allie, Mothra is the only good moth, Cobus Cat, The Day Dude, Pyrus, Kelty, Nathan the Scott, Alex, Nelical Cats, Plato's Allegory of the Dave, Maya, Grey, Goetic Prince of the Arcane, High Listus of Wimbus, Yahweh Yahweh, Little Smorgasbord, Haley, Dominic, Justin, Ladybug, use hashtag WhatLadybugExtort on Discord to decide. Izzy, Heather, hi, meow lady of the Cult of Cricket, and Jenna, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you always, Doug. Thanks, Doug. Thanks, Doug. We're what the folklore, and that's how it works. This has been What the Folklore. Thanks for listening to our show. If you have story suggestions for us, please send them to wtfolklore at gmail.com and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Special thanks to the Brobdingnagian Bards for the use of their song Happily Ever After from their album Brobdingnagian Fairy Tales. If you enjoyed our show, please rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts.